that Jesus is a, it's a supernatural name. It's a powerful name. When you call his name, the atmosphere changes. I've seen it. I've seen, I've seen demons shrink and scream from the name of Jesus. What a beautiful name.
Ghost. Amen. We need it every day. Healing in the name 
cheerfully, Lord, out of a good heart, Lord, to give back to you, Lord, what you blessed us with, oh God. Lord, we thank you, oh God. Help us to sow sparingly and abundantly that we may reap sparingly and abundantly, Lord. Bless it, God. We give you all the praise, glory, and honor, Jesus. Amen.
I'm thinking I'm going to do this before I get started here. There's quite a few things I've got to get out of the way. But I had this, I've been thinking about this uh, song for several days now. So I'm going to attempt. It's been a, been a long time since I've sang it. gospel music on her phone and she always puts the old well people refer to them as old time <laughs> gospel and there's always and uh, I don't know where she goes for her selection but man those songs and every time she plays them uh, kind of breaks me down and the only reason is because of the songs and, and the message but it, it brings back memories of my dad because my dad really loved to play those songs and I hear them and man, I tell you what, I, I feel the Holy Ghost all over and and uh, it just does something to me. I'm glad it, it keeps me in a place where I could always go back to those uh, precious memories and, and even the Lord... Uh, coming into my life and everything that he's done for me and my family, my wife and I. And here's one song that, uh, uh, it's been a while, uh, Brother Craig sings this better than I do, but I'm just going to do what I can. But uh, this is a beautiful song and I've had this song in my heart for several days. And, uh, couldn't find the lyrics to it, but Sister Melissa, where the timbers cross. And let's hope I, let's see, I'm trying to remember if I sing it in G, C or G, I can't remember, so I'll just try C. Mm -hmm. 2,000 years ago, outside the eastern gate, they let Jesus to Golgotha's hill He went there In my place The cross Discarded 
Thank God for the old-fashioned gospel. Yes, yes. Where what God has done for us in taking <coughs> taking our place. Praise Lord. Praise God. He's done so much for you and I. He's done so much. I'm sure thankful. Praise God. As the scripture says, while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. I need to get some announcements out of the way. Um, we're already, today is the 29th of May and we're coming into June already. Man, I tell you what. Uh, on the 10th and on the 11th of June is going to be that women's retreat in uh, Brookings so the information is up on the billboard anybody that plans to attend uh, if you're thinking about attending let me know at least uh, try to let me know a week before you go that way I can give brother Jacob Smith an idea of who's all going to come uh, that weekend, that weekend uh, on the 10th, uh, the 11th, I should say, that weekend uh, we'll be out in White River. Uh, we're having a headstone dedication or blessing for my mother, my dad, and my brother Irvin. And uh, the family, or my, my uh, siblings and I, and then some of our relatives would be there doing that. Uh, I don't I haven't made up my my mind whether I'm going to be back on the 12th or not. But in case I, I I'm not, um, I was planning to make that a whole weekend out there, and uh, Lord willing, have services with them out there. But uh, I, I was going to have Brother Dan and Brother Aaron take care of things here uh, that Sunday, the 12th, and then following. Following that week, it's going to be a busy week it's, uh, in June, and then uh, two people uh, that we all know, the young man by the name of Alex and the young lady by the name of Sierra, will be married on the 17th, which is a Friday. Amen. Looking forward to that. And then on the 19th is Father's Day. And so as just as we did with, with the mothers on Mother's Day, uh, we're just going to have one service that morning. And then the rest of the day will be for uh, Father's Day, whatever everybody wants to do, family, family. Uh, Take that afternoon just to ha have a time of fellowship with your with your father. So, uh, <clears throat> Brother Luke Wethy was was uh, going to be coming that weekend, but uh, received word from him that they won't be able to make it. He was going to preach for us, but uh, uh, I haven't really uh, 
decided what to do as far as that's concerned. There's no, it's not like we're up in the air for a preacher. Uh, we have several here, and then Brother Craig Marshall and then Brother Chuck Marshall will be here, so we'll have several to choose from. Or uh, besides Brother Dan and Brother Aaron, we have several. So, Amen. So when the time comes, uh, we'll find out for sure what we're going to do. And of course, we're going to honor the fathers that morning. Uh, on the on the nineteenth, uh, and then Brother Robert Longshore's camp meeting the twenty second through the twenty fourth, uh, which uh, I I will be going to, and and I will I will be uh, coming back. Um, on the 25th which is a Saturday I plan to come back on the 25th we'll probably be pulling in on the 26th so uh, of course that, that weekend uh, we will have Brother Dan and Brother Aaron ministering that weekend the 26th, the Sunday uh, I don't know if I will be back in time enough to uh, be here for church and then that following week on the 29th, does everybody remember that? The 29th through the second, we have Brother Jacob Smith with us. And uh, so we have that happening and looking forward to that. And then uh, after the mid part of July, or, oh, uh, and then on July 8th through the 10th we will be in Deadwood for the Lakota family camp retreat and those and, and I need to know who's all going to be attending and who all has plans to go let me know so I can give them a figure uh, head count and then uh, the, the rates will be uh, I should be getting the rates pretty soon it's, and it's pretty affordable pretty, pretty affordable if you want to go and then after the 15th of July, uh, haven't really uh, confirmed, but after the 15th of July, Brother Javier Jimenez and Brother Tony Skinner will be coming here to Vermillion to be with us. And so we have that to look forward to once we uh, confirm the dates, then that will be announced. And then, Uh, once we settle on a date, of course, he hasn't really, uh, we've just thrown this up, and Brother Timothy Longshore will be coming, and, and, and it, all it all depends uh, as far as uh, where he is and uh, when he will be uh, making his way this way to minister to us, but uh, either the first week of August or the second week of August, we will be having uh, Brother Timothy Longshore here to preach to us. So the next few months are going to be, you know, a little busy for us, which is good. I, I, we all Amen. need to be, uh, we all need to hear the word. Amen. Can't, can't afford to not hear the word of God. So that's the reason why we're here. So those are the things that are happening. I want to mention again, uh, tomorrow evening is uh, Monday. So uh, we will be having a um, men's group tomorrow evening at 7 o'clock. Um, and I, I, I want to again uh, mention, uh, we haven't set the dates for our next sale, have we? We haven't, she's not in yet, okay. It was the third, I thought. The third, yeah, okay. The third, okay, that's right, breakfast burritos on the third. It's a good thing somebody's got a good memory. 
Friday. Friday. All right. Praise God. Amen. So that, and um, I want to mention, and, I, and uh, with the garden back here, I, I would, anybody that can come and lend a hand with the garden back here, we, we sure need your help uh, back here with the garden. Then anything else that, as far as uh, any kind of uh, upkeep with, around here, the building and everything, uh, I, I've narrowed it down to two selections of carpet and and hopefully if they have the one that I want to get if they have the amount that we need for here we're going to go with that it's a beautiful blue and the other is a kind of a I don't know it's hard to explain there's not a color like it in here it's kind of a grayish blue it, it's it's a nice print but uh so once uh, once we can find out for sure and then uh we will be taking this carpet out and putting new carpet in and Lord willing, if we could do it in, in a, you know, we could uh, get the carpet prices. Uh, they're kind of, um, one was, was pretty good, a pretty good price. If we have any uh, uh, leftover from uh, the carpet, what we're going to do is we're going to go ahead and buy some different uh, base trim and stuff for the inside of the sanctuary. It's going to be changed out. So, but all that will be happening and, and within the next very very few weeks here that, um, will be taking place and then of course the kitchen too I, I finally changed my mind my wife and Melissa uh, persuaded me just to forget about wall cabinets for the kitchen every time we've come across cabinets I've always said well they don't have wall cabinets and so we've turned down certain ones that have come up available so now we're not going to put up wall cabinets I I was told what I need to do in the kitchen, so we're going to do it that way. I'm taking their advice. Right. I'm taking you, you ladies' advice. Amen. That's kind of humbling to say that. Uh, <laughs> praise God. And they want it to be like a commercial kitchen, so I said, okay, we'll do it like a commercial kitchen. So if we're going to do it like a commercial kitchen, then that means that, man, there's going to be a lot of good food coming out of that kitchen. Amen. Amen. All right. And some, some uh, Sister Betty. Oh, ho, ho. praise God! Yes, Friday. Next Friday. This coming Friday. The third. That's this Friday. Fellowship here uh, for for everybody starting at one time. Okay, pizzas. What? Okay. So fellowship, anybody wants to come to fellowship Friday evening? Pizzas, chips, drinks. A lot of good fellowship. Uh, somebody asked me about potluck. And I said, we haven't had potluck since the pandemic. And I said, but you know, we could get the potluck going again. Is uh, it's good to have fellowship. Amen. It's good to have fellowship. We need fellowship. We need to break bread together and all that good stuff. So that could be. There's a lot of things. Oh, there was another. There's a, there was another announcement, but I don't have. I was going to bring it this afternoon, and I left it on my desk at home, so I won't announce that until maybe. Because it's it's not happening till in July until July anyway. So, camp meeting up there in Crafton, uh, I was going to say Nebraska, 
No, uh, Grafton. Is it Grafton? Grafton, North Dakota. So I, I'll bring the flyer for that and then all the information. But that's happening in, in uh, July. So there we go, I got past that. I'm breaking a little bit of a sweat here. <laughs> Praise God, but the Lord is good. All the time. I, I feel his presence in here. More so. Amen. Then, in anything, it's good to have the presence of the Lord. Feel the presence of the Lord. Amen. God is doing some great things. And God is willing to do some great things. And uh, I want Him to do some great things. How about you? Amen. It's a challenge to us. It's really a challenge to us, all of us in here. Because, uh, you know, we... we uh, our people, we're peculiar people. We're, as the Bible says, his peculiar treasure. And so we are called to, amen, fulfill his will. But it's just not an ordinary will. Let me put it this way, his divine will. His divine will. And, uh, and, because we're doing that, there's going to be some, amen, some things that are going to be very noticeable we're going to experience. And, and here's the thing about it. We should all be looking for, we should all be hungry. We should all be thirsty. Right. We should all be pursuing, yes. amen. amen, this experience. Because there's nothing like it in this world. We keep saying that, and that's the truth. There's nothing like this experience Amen. That anybody could ever have that this world needs. There's nothing like it. And we should never, never, ever belittle that. Right. Praise God. Because we're not just any church. Amen. And I don't say that. Right. I'm not saying that with conceit or anything like that. We're not just any church. And, and if anybody reads the Bible, there's only one church, there's only one body. There's only one Lord. There's only one faith. Praise God. So that kind of, you know, narrows it down right there. So, but this church that I'm talking about is an exceptional church. So always remember that nothing, as far as this is, this church is concerned, there's no other that can compare to it. It's set aside. It's, it's amen. And, and you think about it and, and what the word of God says about it, his church. And obviously the, Gates of hell cannot prevail against the church of the living God. We all know that because of the power that his people have. And, and amen. So we ought to be very uh, thankful and we ought to, be, we, to take advantage of what God is doing. Amen. In our lives. And we're going to, uh, obviously, we're going to receive from him. Praise God. These the great moves of God in his spirit and Amen. This this is really important for us to understand. We're living in a modern age, but amen, the, the gospel is still the gospel. Right. Amen. amen. Jesus is still the same, so I'm certainly glad of that. So praise God. So here we are this afternoon, and amen. The Lord is good. And I want to, I want to mention something. I, I came up uh, last Sunday, 
afternoon and uh, I came up with my notes. I, I, I was praying and I was talking to the Lord and the Lord laid something on my heart. And so I, as I always do, I always just for myself, I do it for my own self so that I can reference what, what you know, the Lord has, has given to me, has laid it on my heart and I always write it down so I can refer to it, getting to that point where I need to do that. <laughs> Praise God. You know what I mean? And uh, that's what I did. I, w I came and I was ready and I thought, wow, this is, this is beautiful. This is what I want to share. And during the course of the program, just like a few minutes before I got up to the pulpit, the Lord spoke to me and the whole program changed. So I had to put away my notes and I had to do what I could to be obedient to the Holy Ghost and be led of the Spirit. That's, amen. How many of you have ever been in that situation? Right. Right. Hallelujah. It's not easy. <laughs> you have to really uh, uh, allow yourself to be led of the Lord and be sensitive. How many of you are sensitive to the Holy Ghost? Amen. Hallelujah. You need to be sensitive to the Holy Ghost. Praise God. If you know what that really means, in other words, when the Holy Ghost begins to move upon us and we're, we're as Paul said, we're to feel after Him. We're to, amen, stick out our spiritual feelers, so to speak. And we're, we're to lock in, make a connection with, amen, the, the Spirit and the, and the way it's moving. And, amen, that's how sensitive we have to be. We have to be that sensitive. God wants to move us from where we are in our mind, in our spirit, in our body. He wants to take us to a place that He wants us to be. And a lot of times that's kind of difficult for us because we're so stuck in that place that we usually are comfortable with. Amen. And, and, and that's hard to do. And, and it's one thing I don't like doing, and that's being a spiritual cheerleader. Right. Praise God. Amen. It's, it's good when we're all ready. When we're all ready and we're all spontaneous. Amen. Hallelujah. When we do that, then God is able to, amen, to exercise. And amen, the word of God will have liberty and God will move so beautifully, man. And it will just, uh, when, we, when we allow ourselves to come into that kind of uh, place with him, it just eliminates all the other things that cause a lot of, disruption and distraction and amen and just things that choke choke out his word quench the spirit of God hallelujah we can't afford to be that that way we need to do what we can to be led of the Lord to be led of the spirit uh, I want to turn your attentions this afternoon to the book of Revelations, chapter 10. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. And I hope everybody has a longing and a desire this afternoon to touch God. Hallelujah. I hope you do. It's really not so difficult for me as far as 
up here and, and ministering the word of God, I mean, there's, there's plenty to talk about. You cannot run out of anything to say. It's just being in that place where you, and all of us know this, is that being in a place where we want to hear, we want to receive. It's really important for us. Revelation chapter 10. And verse number 8 we'll start with. And we'll read a few passages here. And the voice which I heard from heaven spake unto me again and said, Go and take the little book which is open in the hand of the angel which standeth upon the sea and upon the earth. And I went into the went unto the angel and said unto him, Give me the little book. And he said unto me, Take it and eat it, and it shall make thy belly bitter, but it shall be in thy mouth sweet as honey. And I took the little book out of the angel's hand and ate it up, and it was in my mouth sweet as honey. And as soon as I had eaten it, my belly was bitter. And he said unto me, Thou must prophesy again before many peoples and nations and tongues and kings. Thank you, Lord. Let's just pray right now. Let's bind together in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Glory, Father. Put your hand upon us this afternoon, Lord. Quicken us right now, Lord. We need a quickening. Quicken each heart, each soul in this place. Amen. All of us, God, quicken us and lift us up that we can abide with you. Father, you said in your word that this flesh profits nothing, but your words are spirit and your spirit is life. Lift us up, O oh God. Quicken us in your spirit, Lord. Open up our ears that we may hear, Lord, and our eyes that we may see, and our hearts, Lord, that we can be truly converted unto you. I pray, Lord, that your word would have liberty, Lord, in this place. And, Lord, that it would accomplish what you send it forth to do and not come back to you void, O oh Lord. And I pray that through your word, Lord, that you would strengthen, that you would lift up to your people, God, that you would give them, amen, Lord, wisdom and knowledge. God, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, Lord, we pray, Father, in Jesus' name. And let everybody say, Amen. You may be seated. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Blessed Redeemer. I was thinking about this. This was laid upon my heart, and I, I was thinking about this. And man, the Lord sure needs to make a difference in our lives. <laughs> when He does, wow. When God will move, you know, and one of my prayers is this, when I pray for us and I pray for all the times we come into this place and we gather together, we come to worship Him and 
praise the Lord, we come to hear his word. And I, I think to myself, Lord, this is such a, a, a great opportunity that we have when we come into the house. There's no other place like this place on this earth. And there's no other God like you. We're serving a God that is real. And amen. He's obviously in this place. We feel him. There's always hints of his presence and his goodness. And we feel it. Man, we're at all. We just, it's something. And, and let's not be satisfied with that little, amen, touch that we get every now and then. That little good feeling that we experience every now and then. Let's realize and understand that, amen, he's just letting us know that he's here. Amen. And you and I right now, we are given the, uh, the opportunity to even reach further in the things of God and even go deeper in the things of God. Amen. It's almost like standing at a very deep pool or pond and amen. You can't see the bottom. Amen. And that water is so refreshing and so cool. And you know that it's going to satisfy you. You know, it's going to amen quench your thirst and amen, but it won't ever be quenched. And we will never be filled if we just stand and we look at it in awe. What God wants us to do, he wants us to immerse ourselves. He wants us to take a deep drink of his spirit. And that's what we can experience uh, in this setting. And I believe that God will always, amen, set up, amen, his people in this fashion. will always, amen, be able to experience that kind of uh, movement of God, that kind of outpouring of the Holy Ghost. So I pray, I said, Lord... Let us have a demonstration of your spirit and of your power. Because that's what we need. How many of you are, amen, just tired of the mundane things? Tired of the same old experiences? Amen. How many of you want more from God? How many of you want a closer walk with God? That ought to be our desire. That ought to be something that we're seeking, amen, to establish and experience in our lives, amen, to be able to come to that point of Going beyond the, amen, the extent that we always seem, amen, to be. Hallelujah. And that's what's going to happen. And you think about it. Because God wants us to understand this is what he wants us to do. And this is what he wants us to have. Amen. This world has uh, <clears throat> so many spokespeople. Let me say it that way. Spokespeople out there. There's people that speak up for certain things out there in this world they have an agenda they want to share what their opinion and what's on their mind so there's a lot of spokesmen and spokeswomen out there in this world and they believe in standing up for they what what, what they think is right and of course there are a lot of good causes out there in this world there are amen but you know what the, you need to think about it if they could be so emboldened to stand and to speak for the things that they believe will make a difference. Let me tell you something. Who are you and I to know that God has given us one of the greatest things that man could ever experience? Praise God. And what God needs is somebody to stand up and to be his spokesman. Amen. You get down into a place of sincere prayer. You get down and you pray and you let the Holy Ghost move in your life. As Jude said, building up your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. There's nothing like it, praise God. Because when you begin to do that, you begin to tap into the eternal sources, amen, that God has for you and I. 
There's nothing like this experience that you and I have right now in the Holy Ghost. Amen. God wants to move for us. Amen. So the challenge is up to you and I. We just can't be settled for the mundane. Are you listening to me? We just can't be settled, settled for the things that we feel are normal. Amen. Praise God. Because God wants to move within us. And God wants to stir us up so that we can get a hold. Amen. Of heaven. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. That's right. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank I always you, remember, we went to a fellowship meeting. This was years ago, back in the 80s. We heard about this Native American preacher. Amen. We heard a lot of great things about him. Hallelujah. And uh, he was speaking in uh, Wolf Creek on the Pine Ridge. Anthony American Horse, senior. And so Brother David and I think Brother Aaron and I, we loaded up our families and said, man, Amen. We need to go out there and we need to listen to this preacher. We've heard so much about him. So we went out there and, amen, it wasn't a packed out service by no means. Maybe a handful of people besides the people that were there in Wolf Creek. Amen. We were probably the biggest crowd. Amen. That walked into that place. And amen. We got there a little late, so he was already ministering the word. And he began to minister the word. And amen. Uh, he seen us sitting there and he says, Hey, I want to call on this young man right here. I want him to stand up and I want him to testify a few words. So I stood up and I testified. And I just shared a little bit about the gospel. Amen. Of Jesus Christ. Guess what happened? The Holy Ghost began to move. Amen. The presence of God began to move in that place. Amen. He stood there and he said, you know what? Thank God. He said, that young man has something. Guess what? Do you have something? Do you have God? You've got God in your heart, in your spirit. That's going to make a difference. Praise God. We can never settle. Amen for the silence. Are you listening to me? Our testimony. Are you listening to me? Our example should make a difference in this world. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Just can't get over it. Just can't get over it. Because of the God we serve. I think what the Apostle Paul said in 2 Corinthians chapter in verse number 12 this is what he said seeing then that we have such hope seeing then that we have such hope how many of you have hope today yeah. seeing then that we have such hope we use great plainness of speech we speak plainly how many of you are speaking plainly in other words, you want people to hear what the message you have. We speak plainly. I want you to understand something. And as he says it, seeing then that we have such hope, we use great plainness of speech. I'm speaking from the Amplified Bible. We use great plainness of speech. Then he goes on to say, we speak very freely 
and openly and fearlessly. My, my, my. Thinking about that. Some of us need to be stirred up in the Holy Ghost. Are you listening to me? Praise God. Why is it that we're so quiet sometimes? Why is it that there's no reaction? Are you listening to me? Amen. No spontaneousness. Amen. No, no, nothing like that. No, praise God. Movement. Are you listening to me? We are hearing the words of eternal life. We ought to be excited. We ought to be energized. We ought to stand up for the things of God. Amen. Think about this. It's like what Jeremiah said. Man, here, here was Israel in the situation. They were, amen, being, uh, praise God, they were coming under the advance of, amen, the armies of Babylon. And here was Jeremiah. He was in a, in a place. He was in between, if I want to say it this way, a rock and a hard place. Amen. How many of you have ever been there? between a rock and a hard place. And there he was. He's seen the armies of Nebuchadnezzar coming. And amen, he had to do something. His only remedy was this. Praise God, I need to speak the word of the Lord. The word of the Lord. Guess what? It wasn't popular in his day, and it's still not popular in our day. So what did he do? He obviously must have fell down on his knees and he began to pray and seek God. What am I going to do, Lord? Amen. They won't listen to me. But just then, he felt the presence of the Lord moving his heart and his spirit. And you know what he said? I need to speak the word of the Lord. Are you listening to me? I need to preach the, amen, the word of the Lord. You know why? It's like fire shut up in my bones. I can't keep it back. I can't keep it back. Let me tell you something, church. You may not think you have it, but you have it. God's given you a gift. And as, uh, as Paul told Timothy, you need to stir up that gift. Amen. That God gave you. Amen. Because he's not giving us the spirit of fear. Are you listening to me? He's not giving us the spirit of fear, but of love and of a sound mind. There was a, a comment made about our president. President Biden. Somebody noticed all these issues that are vitally important to the, amen, the, the situation here in the United States, the inflation. What we're seeing, amen, happening in our country. The rising gas prices, the, the, the shortage of baby formula. You can go on and you can go on. Somebody made a statement. Amen. The president's silent, but he's speaking loud. Are you listening to me? That's the way some of us are. We're silent when it comes to the things of God. We're speaking loud. Yeah. 
Say becoming. Becoming able ministers. Of the New Testament. Woo. That's a challenge. In all sincerity. If that's what you're going to do. Amen. If you're really serious. Amen. If you're really serious. Don't come in here. If you're not serious. Are you listening to me? We're not here for entertainment. Praise God. This is real. I want you to listen to me. You better start living the life at home. You better start living the life every day that you awake to. Quit being a hypocrite. Start living for God. Amen. Don't be a person. Amen. That's just, uh, amen. Somebody likes to show out or show off. Hallelujah. Well, because he said we are able ministers of the New Testament, not of the letter. Not of the letter. Some of us look at it this way. We can read it. We can quote it. We can we can have it in our intellect. Praise God. That's the extent of our experience with God. God doesn't want you to have that experience. Amen. He doesn't want it to be the dead letter of the word. It's not just knowing. It's not just quoting. Are you listening to me? Because the apostle Paul said, amen, he's made us ministers, able ministers of the New Testament, not of the letter, but of the Spirit. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. So it comes down to that place right now. Amen. I've been living this thing for a long time. Amen. The devil's always battling against me. Amen. Not one of us is exempt. Amen. From uh, adversity. Not one of us is exempt from, uh, amen, uh, temptation and trial and all these other things that come along. Amen. Our path. There's not one of us in here that is exempt from that. We all have to face it every day. But let me tell you something. You know what makes the difference for me? It's the word of God that's alive within me. It's the Holy Ghost that I lean on when I want God, amen, to move in my life. That's what makes a difference. That's what helps me to overcome. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. And we're afraid. Hallelujah. Let me tell you something. If that's all you have to lean on is your own intellect. Are you listening to me? Your own physical strength. You're not in a very good position. Because that's not what it's going to take. You know what it's going to take? It's going to take the old-fashioned anointing of the Holy Ghost. The old-fashioned anointing of the Spirit of God in your life. That's going to help you. Amen. Amen. That's right. 
Yes, sir. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. I tell you what, it'll make a difference. It'll make a difference in you. And so if that's all we have to rely on, praise God, of course, we're going to be stumbling. Are you listening to me? We're going to be stumbling around. We're going to be having a hard time finding words. Amen. Conjuring up words. Let me tell you something. That's the dead letter of the word. But if you have the Holy Ghost living within you, are you listening to me? That anointing is going to move upon you. You're going to speak the word of God with boldness. Hallelujah, hallelujah. It never works when we're silent. Are you listening to me? Never works when we hold back. I'm sure there's, there's so many of us. Amen, that we allow ourselves to. Amen, fall into that place, that comfort zone and say, I don't want to make too much of a scandal. Are you listening? I'm going to keep quiet because when I open up my mouth, I cause a lot of trouble. Well, that's because you're not saying the right thing. You're not speaking the right thing. But when it comes to the word of God, there's a big difference. Are you listening to me? That's why the apostle Paul said, speak the truth in love. Makes a big difference when you preach the gospel, when you speak the gospel, when you testify the gospel. I know what Jeremiah thought when he said, it's like fire shut up in my bones. Right. Woo! And I know there's a lot of you in here that days you feel that. Huh? You're in that place where you just, you don't know what to do. You feel that. You get it, it, amen, anxious. You're feeling something. Guess what's happening? Guess what's going on? God's trying to stir you up. God's trying to remind you what he put in your soul. He put the Holy Ghost in you. Are you listening to me? You've heard the word of God. You know what it's like. Amen. To be saved. Hallelujah. Jesus. Hallelujah. Mighty God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. I remember they said about me when I first started to preach the gospel. Amen. They called me Halloween Herald. Why was it? It wasn't because I just love hollering. It's not because I was hollering. People don't recognize the anointing of the Holy Ghost. Are you listening to me? Because God's word is alive. It's quick and powerful. Alive and active. As one of my nephews said, amen, how was church like? He said, oh, my Uncle Harold opened up the Bible, and he yelled at us from the Word. Let me tell you something. I'm going to keep yelling. I'm going to keep preaching. Are you listening to me? I'm going to keep yielding to the anointing of the Holy Ghost. You know why? Because that's what you need. That's what I need. Yeah. 
You want to go to a dead church? There's so many in this town you can go to. You can go over there. But this church is not a dead church. Are you listening to me? Amen. The Holy Ghost is alive and moving in this church. That's why it makes a difference. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Seeing then that we have such hope. The difference is you have to have hope. I'm here because I have hope. Every day I wake up, I have hope. Guess what? I can't do it on my own. I can't live for God on my own. I need the Holy Ghost. I need His anointing. Thank you, Jesus. Seeing then that we have such hope, we use great plainness of speech. Why are you afraid of your testimony? Are you listening to me? Why are you afraid of speaking on the behalf of Jesus Christ? Did you realize somebody wants to hear you talk about their God? Why are we silent? There's a soul waiting to hear about eternal life, about deliverance, about salvation, about healing. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. In my bag. Pocket, keep my hand. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. My, my, my. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Some of us probably say, oh, I wish. I wish would have came in this afternoon. It would have been quiet. <laughs> I thought we'd just come in and relax a little bit. Huh? Pastor's getting everybody all stirred up. Don't you know we just finished eating? Gotta let that food digest. Huh? Come on. I don't, I don't feel like getting too excited right now. Huh? I, don't, I don't feel like uh, being too motivated to worship God. Are you listening to me? Well, let me tell you something. I always said this. You look at it from the point of view of being an outsider. Some of you might say, I don't know about that. But it's true. Because if you feel what I feel right now, you wouldn't be silent. You wouldn't be still. You feel like doing something. You feel like standing up. You feel like clapping your hands. You feel like shouting. You feel like jumping. You feel like running. My, 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 my. Hallelujah. Take it in, folks. Take it in. Somebody said, Lord, we need a Holy Ghost preacher. 
We need a Holy Ghost filled preacher. Guess what? You have one. You've got several of them in here. You've got several Holy Ghost filled preachers. What are you waiting for? The problem is, we don't need the Holy Ghost. You do. You need to be filled with the Holy Ghost. Jesus. Amen. Amen. No, the Holy Ghost won't make you behave unseemly. It won't make you behave out of order. It'll make you behave right. Are you listening to me? It'll make you react right. Praise God. And when his people feel his presence, they can't but help. Are you listening to me? Amen. Stand up for the things of God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. He gave me this word. He gave me this word. And I heard a voice, and the voice which I heard from heaven spake unto me again and said, Go and take the little book which is open in the hand of the angel which standeth upon the sea and upon the earth. That little book that the angel has, go and take it. John was obviously looking at it and said, Okay. Okay. I'll go take that little book. Doesn't say what size it it was. All it says was it was a little book. Amen. And so he took it out of the hands of the angel. And the Bible says, And I went unto the angel and said unto him, Give me the little book. And he said unto me, Take it and eat it. Woo. You know what the problem is? Ingestion. Man, there's so much, as the Bible said. He said, he told Israel, he said, Israel, I have fed you with the finest of wheat. I have put out my table before you. I have fed you with the good things. But you know what the problem is? The problem is we don't want to eat. The problem is, is ingestion. Guess what? God gives us the word. That's why he said. He said. He said. Give me the little book. He said unto me, take it and eat it up. Ingestion. It's not a suggestion. It's a commandment. Right. 
That's right. Some of us think that right. God suggests to us. No, He doesn't. He commands us. Amen. He's like our mom. When she used to put that plate before us, you better eat all those vegetables, boy. Amen. Leave the dessert alone. You eat your vegetables. Guess what? Hey, man, I'm glad. We, were, we, we weren't rich. We, didn't, we weren't financially rich. We had a lot of substance, but we weren't financially rich. You know what our treat was? When we, when we did our chores and we, we were, you know, good kids, of course, we weren't good all the time. But when we, when we did what we could, when we pleased our parents, you know what our treat was? They never broke out gum and candy and pop and all that stuff. You know what they gave us? They gave us, amen, bananas and pears and apples. Amen. Sometimes dry cereal. That was our reward. I'm glad they fed us that way. I'm glad they didn't get us used to the sweets. Are you listening to me? Praise God. That's what we need right now. We need to get a hold of, amen, of the wholesome word of God. We need to develop a taste for the word and the meat of God. God's word. I was trying to figure out how long it's been since I drank pop, soda. I was trying to figure that out when I gave it up, and I finally realized how, how long it's been. And, and I was saying like four or five years, not even that, it's longer than that. Whew. Backed away from it. I don't want to put it in my belly. Because it's not healthy. Are you listening? Right. Amen. It's not healthy. Amen. It's not healthy. Amen. Praise Amen. God. If I want to keep myself in right. good health, I'm going to watch what I eat. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Praise Amen. God. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. The Lord moves in mysterious ways. Right. Amen. Amen. Brother Alex and Sister Sherry came by yesterday evening and blessed us with a, amen, a box of Krispy Kreme donuts. I said, wow. She said, Pastor, you want one? I said, no, I just finished eating. I said, leave it right there. Well, I'll have it with coffee in the morning. So when I got up this morning, I was getting ready. Then it was time for me to get my coffee ready. I got my coffee ready. Though I was, I seen that box of Krispy Kreme. I said, mm -hmm. So I opened it up, and lo and behold, Sugar ants all over. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. I wanted to call down the fire of God. <laughs> Almost lost the victory. <laughs> then I came to my senses. Hey. You can do without them. Right. Amen. 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 Yeah. There's some things we can do without. Amen. Some things that will that obviously cause us harm. Amen. The reason why I feel that way because the devil has been reaping havoc too much. Too many things going on. Yeah. Can't be, praise God, relaxed and you can't just, you know, allow certain things to happen without saying anything. Amen. 
When you do, you become an unpopular individual because you want to stop certain things from happening. You want to stop certain things from making its way into the body. Let me tell you something. I know I'm an unpopular preacher right now. But amen, I'm sick and tired of the devil reaping havoc with God's people. When we could have stopped it from the beginning. When we could have kept sin out of the body. Then letting it move and amen cause all kinds of disruption and division. Are you listening to me? Amen. That's why we need to stand for the things that are right. We need to stand for the word of God. Even though some people say it's wrong. So he says, and I took the little book out of the angel's hands and I ate it up. And it was in my mouth sweet as honey. And as soon as I had eaten it, my belly was bitter. Woo. Be honest with yourself, saints. Because some of us think that, you know, we approach the things of God. Amen. Part of you is going to reject. Part of you is going to be indifferent to it. You know what that part is? Your flesh. You totally ingest the word of God. Amen. You ever watch a, a little child when he's eating something and he don't like the taste of it? Then he spits it back out. That's what happens when we don't ingest the word of God. Amen. When we don't ingest what's good for us. The wholesome word of God. Amen. It does taste sweet. You know why? Because our spirit likes it. It's spiritual food. So obviously our spirit will like it. That's why part of you rejoices when you hear the word. That's why you feel lifted up every time the word of God is preached. But there's also that part of you. When you begin to ingest that, it goes, oh my. Amen. I don't know. My stomach is feeling a little upset right now. In other words, your carnal nature does not like it. Your carnal nature wants to heave it up. Are you listening to me? But we have to have a stomach for the word of God. Regardless if we like how it tastes or not. Brother Garrison always used to say this. I need to hurry up. He taught us. He said, make it a test of fellowship. If we all believe the same thing. The problem is, let's be honest. I'm speaking by the Holy Ghost. Some of you don't believe completely. Some of you have your own opinions. Hallelujah. And so, praise God. That's why we have his word. 
we all come in together. We all sit together. We all eat together. Are you listening to me? We're all being fed the same meal, the same word. But it's up to you to want to ingest. Amen. And truthfully, it's sweet to our spirit. Our spirit likes it. You know why? Because our spirit likes spiritual food. But our body doesn't like it. You know why? We're carnal in nature. We'll have that disagreement. And that's what John said. When it hit my belly, it became bitter. Oh, yeah. The word of God is going to have that effect upon you. You're not going to like it. But let me tell you something. You need to digest the word of God. I shared this with the brethren a couple weeks ago. And, and by all means, I, I, I never say anything that will offend them. I just want to help them. Because I've been a lot of places. I've experienced a lot. I've seen a lot. Seen a lot of wacky things. I'm glad we were taught. Make it a test of fellowship. Huh? There's going to be a way that we're going to be able to understand, amen, if it's God or not. And so we make it a test of fellowship. We put it out there. Amen. And hopefully we're not lacking in the word of God. Hopefully that we have, amen, been taught. Uh, the, as, as Paul said, I, I have not withheld the whole counsel of God from you. you, you you've heard it all. Are you listening to me? So because you've heard it all, you're ready. You know what's at stake. You can tell a false prophet from a true prophet. And there are false prophets. So when they don't speak the same word you're speaking, you know they're not of God. I wish some of you would get over these false teachers. Because if they can't agree with Jesus' name, how can they agree with the rest of the word of God? I'm only saying that because the great apostle Paul said, if any other man or angel speak any other gospel than what she have heard, let him be a curse. Amen. 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 That's right. You wouldn't be so confused. Right? Amen. Huh? Amen. Some of them say it's okay to do this and it's okay to do that. And right away, oh, really? I didn't know that. Make it a test of fellowship. In just the word. You know what the problem is? You might know the word, but you haven't ingested it. That's why you can't agree with it. My, my, my. My, my, my. But we need, we need to be able ministers. Well, as I was sharing, I said, you know why we stumble around? I sit here, I sit here and I, and I listen to your testimonies. I'll be sitting here. I'm not judging, by the way. 
I say here, I like to hear testimonies. I like to hear people stand up and give God glory. Amen. Are you here? Amen. Give God glory. Amen. Don't give glory to the devil. Right. Don't give glory to the world. Don't right. even give right. glory to yourself. Right. Give God glory. Stand up and lift up the Lord. Yes. Amen. And I hear your testimonies and Sometimes, you know, something just got, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I can't, I can't see around this pulpit. I hear people and I hear something say a certain thing. I got it. I don't want to be too nosy. Why, why is it? Now, I'm saying this. I'm taking a break. Okay. Why is it we struggle? We're speaking the word. Why is it we're fearful? Why is it we're, you know, we're timid? We're afraid. Amen. Why is it? I remember one time we were having a taco sale here. And a gentleman, I can't remember his name, but the one, uh, you know, I'm talking about big guy. He just came right on and asked me, he said, Pastor, what's the difference between apostolic in all these other churches. So I said, this is the difference. I said, we obey. I said, we obey the word of God. We obey his commandments. And I began to show him. I began to quote the scriptures. That's the difference. We obey. There were some other people I knew that were here that went to the Lutheran church down here by Prentice Park. And they were sitting and I noticed when I said that the guy was sitting here. <laughs> I said, that's the difference. I said, we literally believe the word of God and we baptize any person that comes. For salvation in Jesus' name yes. by immersion. Yes. And we believe in the infilling of the Holy Ghost, the evidence of speaking with other tongues, because that's what the Bible says. Amen. And he just looked at me, and after that, he didn't say anything more. Amen. That's right. That's right. Why is it we struggle? Right. Amen. Huh? Amen. Reason why is. If you don't have it in you. Are you listening? When you don't have it in you. How could you talk about something. That you don't believe or live. See that's the problem. If you're not living it. You're going to have trouble talking about it. Because you don't know the first thing about living for God. You don't know the first thing about salvation. Amen. What it took for you to be saved. But if you're living it. huh? Yeah. If you're living it. Guess what? It's going to be no problem for you to talk about it. Why? Because you have experienced it. Yeah. It will be no problem for you to share your testimony. So every one of us in here, I know how intimidating that is when you stand in front of people. 
we kind of a little weak in the knees. What is say? I thought about that. You know what? The Lord is as quick as lightning. Even quicker. He'd be, he'd be boom, just like that. That's how quick he is. That's the spirit you have in you. That's what you're filled with. You think you don't have it in you. You're not looking in the right place. You're looking up here. When you should be looking in here. Right. Yeah. Because if he's filled you with the Holy Ghost, you ought to have the Holy Ghost within. Right. Yeah. And so when it comes to that time, guess what happens? Let me tell you something. If you're sensitive to the Holy Ghost, you're always going to respond to how the Holy Ghost moves in you. Right. Praise God. Because he will. You're going to feel something. Praise God. You're going to, amen, come to a place where Jesus was talking about it. A lot of times we have to get ourselves ready. We have to prepare. We have to meditate upon it. We have to kind of figure out what we're going to say, what words we're going to speak. But that's us. But you know what we need to do? We need to rely on the Holy Ghost. Because if you really think about it, if, if we really allow ourselves to come into that place with God, we'll be more spontaneous to the Holy Ghost. As Jeremiah said, like fire shut up in my bones. Man, I'm feeling the heat right now. Temperature's going up. I'm breaking a sweat right now. Here's the problem. Some of us are trying to quench the spirit. Some of us are trying to put out that fire in us. God is saying, come on, quit it. I'll give you the Holy Ghost. Some of you need to speak in tongues and let the Holy Ghost just take over your speaking in tongues. Some of you need to speak in tongues for hours. Are you listening to me? Quit quenching the Holy Ghost in your life. Jesus said, but when they deliver you up, take no thought how or what ye shall speak. For it shall be given you in that same hour what ye shall speak. The Lord does it. He's been doing it to me quite a lot lately. I'll get my notes ready. I'll write them down. I'll think, okay. All right, Lord. I'm ready. Get up here and all of a sudden says, nope. Discard your notes. 
come up here and just look at everybody and go, ah. Ah. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. The Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the God. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you listening to me? That's not what God's saying. That's what you're saying. If any man speak, let him speak as an oracle of God. If any man minister, let him minister according to the ability that God's given him. So at that precise moment in time, amen, that because you're yielded to the Holy Ghost, God's going to give you that word. Amen. Praise God. Let him speak as an oracle. That word at that moment that is quickened in your mind and in your spirit, you're going to hear. Are you listening to me? Amen. You ever wonder why it's important for us to ingest the word of God? Amen. Jesus said this. The flesh profits nothing. Amen. It's good for us to get acquainted with the word of God. He said, the, the flesh profiteth nothing. But the words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. So when we ingest the word, it's in us. It's like what John said. It was bitter to my belly. But guess what? When God needs it, he's going to quicken it. It's going to come to life and you're going to speak. I'm almost done. Thank you, Jesus. Man, I tell you what, I just praise God. We shouldn't come to church. I'm saying this because I'm I'm directed of the Lord to say this. We shouldn't come to the church for quiet time. Right. Amen. That's right. Yes. Because the Lord is in this place. Yes. And if we plug in to his spirit, that's what God wants you to do. He wants you to plug into his spirit. When you do that, guess what's going to happen? You're going to come alive. Amen. You're going to come alive. Amen. You're not Amen. going to be just a knot on the log. Right. Amen. If you fall asleep, it's not my fault. Yeah. Yeah. That's, right. That's right. Amen. Amen. You need to question why that happens. Because you ever notice in the Bible, whenever God was getting ready to really do something monumental for God's people, they got sleepy. 
They started yawning. The devil wants you to miss out. He wants you to miss out. Listen to this. I'm speaking, <clears throat> I'm quoting the Amplified Version, the Amplified Bible. I came across this a few days ago, so I wrote it down. It just jumped out at me and it just hit me and I went, ooh. I said, man, that's something. And this is what he said. I'm reading 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse number 8, but I'm reading out of the Amplified, so it's going to be a little different than King James. He said, why should not the dispensation of the Spirit, the spiritual ministry, whose task it is to cause men to obtain and be governed by the Holy Ghost. Think about that. To be governed by the Holy Holy Spirit be attended with much greater and more splendid glory. So in other words, guess what? Right now, I'll just paraphrase it. It's on us. Right, that's right. Amen. What God has given us in the Holy Ghost. Amen. And through his word, it's on us. Every time we come into this place and we congregate, it's on us. It should never be a place where it's lifeless. Because of Amen. the spirit that fills this place. Right. We refer to it as the eternal spirit. Amen. It's a life-giving force. Amen. Its virtue is just, amen, energizing yes. this room and touching every one of us. Yeah, so our spirit shouldn't be anything less than what God would want us to receive and experience in this place. Shouldn't be something that we're just so, amen, comfortable with and say, oh man, that was good. When God's called us to far greater things. God's called us to a far greater experience. So the work of the Holy Ghost in us, let me tell you something. He wants to be able to see the results. Right. Right. Amen. Amen. That's right. Ooh, man, I tell Amen. you what. How's that going to happen? We take the word. We ingest it. Amen. He told John, he said, because... I want you to prophesy. 
I want you to take this word, this message, and I want you to prophesy. I want you to prophesy. Speak to kindreds, to nations. I want you to prophesy because they need to hear this. My, I know this. God called and ordained the church in Vermillion. Huh? We're given that opportunity. We're given that opportunity to be a light, to be a voice, so that others can see. How many of you believe the message? Amen. How many of you wholeheartedly believe the message? Because if you believe the message, it's going to make a difference in your life. There's going to be some results because you believe the message. You're not going to be, amen, comfortable with just the ordinary. I feel this is important for us to be the able ministers of the New Testament. Last, Isaiah, the book, uh, the book of Isaiah 51, look what he says in verse number 16. And he says, I have put my words, amen. I don't know if I can, if I'm going to quote it right or not. I, Isaiah 51, 16. I have put my words in thy mouth. And I have covered thee. I have covered thee in the shadow of mine hand. Why? He's put his words in our mouth. He's covered us in the shadow of his hand. Why? Let me tell you something, church. Why are we so afraid of taking this message out? Why are we so afraid of taking this message out? Because he said that I may plant the heavens. You know what? He wants to bring heaven. Yeah. Wow. Wow. He wants to bring heaven. That I may plant the heavens. Guess what? There's too much of the world. Too much sin. Too much, amen, immorality. Too much abomination. We're seeing it all over. So he wants us to preach. So guess what? So he can bring heaven and he can plant it. So I can plant the heavens and lay the foundations of the earth and say unto Zion, 
thou art my people. Man, I tell you what. Jesus. I keep saying over and over again, I'll keep saying it until we see some results. God is doing a work. Amen. Let's let him. Let's let him do a work right now. Praise God. That we can be who he has called us to be. Hallelujah. Come on up, musicians. <clears throat> Thank you, Jesus. right now, if we just come to a place right now, come to a place, if I knew what your problem was, I would probably somehow encourage you, persuade you, give you some advice to help you help you to overcome but I don't know I wish I knew I wish I knew what it is that tends to hold people back I don't know why it is I get that and the only way I can explain it is that feeling you get that feeling it's the only way I can explain it it's like some people are just holding on like this Whatever it is they're holding on to, they, they don't want to let it go. God's saying, come on. Come on. Step out and put your trust in me. Put your trust in me. Because I want to do work for you. I want to help you. I want to help you live a victorious life. I want you to help. I want to help you overcome. You know what? That's what he wants for us. My, my, my. Aren't you tired? Aren't you tired of failing God? Aren't you tired of it? Failure should be something that's not in our vocabulary. <laughs> yes, we might struggle, we might battle, but guess what? The, the potential is to overcome, to be victorious. Some of us need to do a victory dance. Stomp on the devil's head. Hallelujah. Because that's what we need to do. Paul said, 
Wherefore I put thee in remembrance that thou stir up the gift of God which is in thee by the putting on of my hands, speaking to Timothy, for God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound Some of us need to get back on fire for God. Flames kind of flickered out. We've quenched the Holy Ghost in our lives. It's good to see that, you know, that passage of Scripture talked about Moses coming off of the mountain. His face was just glowing. He had to put a veil on his face because the people of Israel... And then Paul says that that glory, that glory was outdone by this other glory. What was he talking about? The Holy Ghost. That old covenant's nothing compared to the new covenant. And that's the glory that's on us. So we should allow that light to shine. We should allow it to and it's good to see that in people's eyes when they're prayed up full of the Holy Ghost. You can see that glitter. You can see that sparkle in their eye. You can see that life. Praise God. So I want to invite you to come this afternoon. Come up here to the altar. Praise God and Talk to the Lord. Touch God.